What's up, everybody? Welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, episode 82. We are the irreverent kick-ass gaming podcast, formerly known as Split Screen Podcast. There we go. Yeah. You should do that. My bit's the water, your bit's the pssst. Yep. Uh, hi, I'm your host this week, Chad Michaelinis, and across the world is our other host... Departo Holden. I do last names first here. Make sure you say the comma. Oh, sorry. Departo, comma, space, Holden. Also, Thomas Jefferson. That's your, your middle name something presidential. Adams. I'm related to John Adams. Henry. Henry. <laughs> Henry no, Ford. No, not Henry. I was like, have we ever had a, a Henry? Henry Ford no, is not a president. my brother's name is Henry. Um, Is it really? Yeah. Henry and Holden. Henry and Holden. That sounds like Harry and the Hendersons and the Holden and the Departos <laughs> and the Harry and the pudding and the Jello. Anyway, we've got a bunch, <laughs> a bunch of news to talk about and then kind of a lighter, more fun, jolly main quest. And We've been doing heavy main quests lately, so I have. wanted to do something big, yeah. obese main quests. <laughs> so we're going to talk a bit about uh, some PSN name change shit. We're going to talk a bit about uh, some new Xbox announcements, some Smash stuff with some Nintendo stuff, and then uh, I actually didn't even include the Smash stuff because it's not happening. No, he's not happy till Thursday. But I just wanted to mention that it's coming. It's coming, and, and yeah. we'll, I mean, we'll, 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 I don't know. We'll throw out the rumors, maybe. But somebody's winning 20 bucks tonight. Are it there rumors? I didn't even see any rumors. You haven't seen the rumors? Thing. You haven't seen the craziness? Well, when we get to the Nintendo news, we'll I'll tell you that. what. You just we'll throw in that. your stuff. Oh, and, I'm going to throw it up all over. I'm just going to vomit all over this microphone. <laughs> but, Holden, let's start with our cold open this week, which is going to be our Sony information. Starting yes. with... Um, well, you rearranged this until I last looked at it. Yeah. Our uh, opening is our PlayStation Classic lineup has officially been revealed. If you aren't familiar, this is the $99 console, which is basically a ripoff of the SNES Classic and the NES Classic, but for PlayStation. I think ripoff's kind of mean. It has a right to exist. <laughs> ripoff yeah, makes right. it seem like it's But copying. even, like, the classic name. Oh, yeah, that's idea, true. It yeah. Is, it's like, oh, Nintendo did that. Did I just that. defend Sony and you put them down? Yeah. What's happening here? Sony and I forgot ponies. about something Nintendo Sony and you corrected me on Nintendo? sometimes even have to take naps. <laughs> <laughs> so the so, full list has been revealed. Yes. Are you ready to hear this list, Holden? I am ready. And I just want to say, I told you so. You told me so. About yes. what? That they weren't going to have a lot of major games. They are going to leave hold out on, the ones on, that we'll are already remakes. That. Yeah. Battle Arena Toshinden. Oh, cool of course. Borders I love 2. that one. Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy VII, the first Grand one Theft heard of. Auto, Intelligent Cube. You've never heard of Grand Theft Auto? You've never heard of Destruction Derby? No, I haven't heard of Destruction Derby. I said Final Fantasy VII was the first one I'd heard of. Gotcha. Uh, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, Rayman, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Revelations, Persona, Ridge Racer Type 4, Super Puzzle Fighter 2, Turbo? There's not a street in there? You're right. No, you're right. Uh, Siphon Filter, Tekken 3, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Twisted Metal, and Wild Arms. That's the full list now. What do you think, Holden? So I think like all these classic consoles, there are some games where, like, here are the ones you remember and other ones too. Just don't look at them. <laughs> yep. That's definitely what – I mean that's the reality of all of them, not just this one. Yep. Um I think it's a good list. I think it's actually – there's some really good games on there, like Metal Gear um, Solid on there. Great game. Final Fantasy VII, one of the greatest games of all time, according to many. Resident Evil Director's Cut, which we just played on Barf recently. 
Um, there are some good, good, uh, good games on there. However, um, they don't have like any of the games that are going to be. So right, this is what I said when we first heard about the first seven games they announced. Right. They they weren't going to have any of the games they had in these remaster remakes. So they weren't going to have any Crash. They weren't going to have any Spyro. So that doesn't surprise me at all. But I said that whatever is missing is going to be a collection at some point. And what's missing is Tomb Raider. You think there's going to be a classic Tomb Raider collection? I think that a Tomb Raider collection and the art style of, like, the Spyro and Crash could be kind of cool. Okay. And it's missing. Why is it missing? Well, probably I mean, because of business. collections and shit like that. Or yeah. I mean, business deals and that kind of stuff, too. But if they can get Final Fantasy and they couldn't get Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, so I think that's interesting. No Castlevania Symphony of the Night either. Yeah, I think we're going to... Uh, well, there was a remaster that just came out for that as well. Yep, exactly. I think we're going to uh, borrow a segment from Endgame, and we're going to talk about our poll this week, which happens to do with the PlayStation Classic. Yeah. Our poll was, the full list of games for the PlayStation Classic has been revealed. What's missing from it for you? We put in there Crash Bandicoot, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, DualShock controllers, because these don't come with the analog sticks, or any reason to buy it. I, need, I saw this. Any reason to buy it did pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> it did. That was a quarter of the... Uh, of the uh, responses. So Crash Bandicoot is definitely almost half of the people thought Crash Bandicoot should be on there. About a quarter said any reason to buy it is missing from it. Castlevania Symphony Night was a fifth. And then DualShock Controllers was 7%. Uh, yeah, I think that all of the big games, you were right. Holden, you were right. All mm-hmm. of the remasters, they want you to buy them elsewhere. Or there are a lot of licensing issues, and we'll actually talk about this later in the podcast in relation to something else, but like these classic games, some of a lot of the ones that you expect to see, like uh, Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. all of the, the soundtrack oh, that, with licensing and things like that. Yeah. But uh, here's another question I'm going to put out there. To be clear, before you do that, I think this is a good product, and I yeah. think that this is a lineup of games that's worth getting for this. You do? I do. I think that there's enough in there because people are going to get this console for really like at most five games they really want to play. I struggle to find five games on here that I want to play. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy Seven, I would play Metal Gear yeah, Solid. But I also I would have play. That thirty other places. I don't though. So Rayman, Resident Evil, um, and what was the other one? Um, Grand Theft Auto. I'd be really curious to play Grand Theft Auto. I know it's not going to be good. It's going to be like, terrible. But I'm just very curious. But yeah, it's. I think this is good enough for I think the first. One. I think it is cool to see like a lot of these starting Excuse places, me. like Grand Theft Auto, Persona, uh, Rainbow Six. To, like, see, oh, the origins of some of these series. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. In reality, I would never play almost any of these, and if I would play it, I have a better sure. place to play it. Like this Final is... Fantasy VII, they literally have that ported to PS4 with trophies. Yeah, that's true. For, like the Nintendo classics as well i mean nintendo classics at least had something like star fox 2 which you could never never yeah. had before um but i didn't ex- and I've, this is true of the n64 as well i don't expect much from that generation of classic consoles yeah, I think you're right once we get to the gamecube ps2 those are going to be dope and if they do an xbox one i think they'll have the same problem <laughs> that this one has so i'm gonna so your I'm gonna, question i'm gonna pose a question yeah i, I actually think i'm gonna uh, do a poll right now on our Twitter for a week. Okay. I'm going to leave this one up for a week. Should I keep my pre-order? Because oh, so I have this pre-ordered. About, so you're considering canceling? I'm considering canceling, yeah. Because, I mean, 99 bucks. We both just mentioned before this. I, I 
just paid a lot of money today at the new iPad Pro announcement. So, <laughs> oh, those are so <laughs> like, nice. I could I could use a little extra cash flow. Yeah, Chad just maxed out a Mac Mini and just went oh, all out. On no, Mac I did Mini. not. That's that's <laughs> so stupid. Uh, no, I got that sexy new iPad Pro and pencil. I put Expecto Patronum engraving on my Apple Pencil. Oh, fucking beautiful. So I'll be there with you next year because I'm definitely going to keep his PlayStation Classic pre-order because I have it at Best Buy. And the thing's like, if I got it, yeah, I would. I would mostly just get it because I have the other two. I have NES. I have SNES, and it would be kind of cool to just see that on my entertainment center. Yeah. I wouldn't get much use out of it, but it's like it's also like a little bit of this. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yes, no. Jk, I already canceled it. <laughs> They'll decide for you that you've already canceled <laughs> it. <laughs> so while we're on the topic of PlayStation Classics and what games aren't on there, mostly being remakes. Well, this mid uh, medieval game or medieval game. That was supposed to be a remaster is now actually going to be a remake, which should be a surprise to nobody. So Sean Layden on PlayStation <laughs> Blog, this is a quote. He said, I think there have been some words that might sound alike but mean different things, like remake and remaster. This is a remake. We've taken the original game design and we've taken a lot of the art, um, the key art, some of the other attributes of the game, design and ethos, if you will. And we're working with a developer called Other Ocean Interactive, and they're remaking Medieval in that design. The original Medieval from PS1, the one that I worked on when I was in Tokyo. So originally they pitched this game as a 4K remaster, and now it's a remake. And I, I think this is obvious. It's just because when they announced it and they were planning on announcing it, Crash had was probably just coming out, and they had already kind of formulated their plan the marketing plan for it and released it as a 4k remaster and then said holy crap this crash game is really huge yeah <laughs> maybe we should do medieval as a remake because they were already working on spyro at that point clearly and there was and as interest in spyro kind of built up they've clearly changed their mind so this makes complete sense to me i'd also just rather see a remake is always more exciting to me than a remaster i think so too like First of all, for the game itself, Medieval, again, missing from PlayStation Classic. Mm-hmm. But it's, that's one of those games where I just don't think anyone would want to play it if they just did some up and made it 4K. Exactly. They've got to reimagine that game to make it playable nowadays. Not that I'm going to bomb anyway. Yeah, not that I'm going to buy the Spyro one, but I'm definitely more inclined to, look at, to be looking at getting the Spyro game because it looks pretty and gorgeous and just fun to look at and if it was just a you know 4k up res of a playstation one game it would look it would still look shitty in 4k like you can't make that look good like extra pixels won't make that look any better yeah it still looks shitty by today's standards so good for them making the good decisions speaking of decisions uh are you going to be changing your psn name after these disclaimers just came Uh, out i i I still think I might. So let's run through these these disclaimers because they're pretty they're pretty serious. I think. yeah yeah. So if you decide, and I'm not sure if this is just the beta or in general, but at least in the beta for right now, if my you assumption decide, is some of these will be ironed out before it goes. I think public. so too. I think it's I think so too. But they're still pretty serious. So Sony's warning you that if you do decide to change your username, which you can revert back for one time for free if you want to, 
here's some issues you can run into. You might not be able to use any of the free or paid content DLC or expansions in your games. In some of them, not all of them, but in some of the games you might have a problem. You might not be able to access game saves. You might not be able to see leaderboard data or your trophy progress might be gone. So if you were like, had to get 10,000 headshots and you had at 9,999, that could get reset to zero and you have to get 10,000 headshots again. 10,000 um, headshots? I'm just out. going for ridiculousness. <laughs> um, and then it might also interfere with your ability to play games offline. And that's the one for me that's like, ooh, I don't do much online stuff. If I lost some trophy progress, yeah, I'd be bummed out, but it wouldn't be the end of the world. But if I can't play the game offline, that's the killer for me. That's the deal breaker. My assumption is that these particular issues, like offline play, is yeah. something that you might see with some random ass 99 cent game that some shitty developer put out that for some reason uses your PlayStation Network ID as some possible offline thing. Yeah. And Sony's like, I don't know. There are so many fucking things out there. Anything's possible. So technically we've got to cover our asses to say this is a possibility that that sure. stupid, yeah. poorly coded game. I I believe that the majority of games that I would probably mm-hmm. play yeah. are exempt from most of these things. Or will be by the time that this launches... Uh, what does concern me is, like, what could be a real thing is DLC and expansions. Yeah. The, I, I agree with the, everything you're saying. Um, I think you're you're right. It's It might not be a big deal, but you just don't know. Exactly. The, you just don't the know. uncertainty of it all. If, if it, there was a way for them to say on the PSN network page, like, this game... Uh, your game save won't work. Exactly. You play, change your name. I'm sure Reddit or, like, some, someone on Reddit will, like, put together a giant, like, Google Doc that everyone can yeah. add to or something like that. I'm sure that will happen. But at the same time, here's the the, the dilemma. Let's say, you, like, you really want to change your name, right? Yep. You want to change your name. You might have something specific in mind. You could wait till after the beta, but you want to change your name as soon as possible because you don't want that name to be gone. So I kind of feel like for people who really want to change their name, they they might feel forced into going into this beta. No, I don't think anyone and, wants to change their name that bad. I mean, they've put up with it forever. So Yeah, but now they have the opportunity. Like, you were really – the fact that they made this decision as a company to change this means there are a lot of people who want to do this. Yeah, and that's why they're making sure people know, hey, this could fuck your shit up, especially yeah. in the beta. Because, yeah, there are a lot of people that want it, but also I don't think a lot of people want it bad enough. I mean, because if they needed it right now, they mm-hmm. would have just made a second account. Yeah, no one needs it. Exactly. Unless your, like, username is, like, has, like, 666 in it or something like that. I never Oh, my God, that. that's the worst thing you could think of? <laughs> I think it's a really bad one. There are I, so I many had... people out there that I'm sure do that for Oh, oh fun. have, like, really bad sexual things, like, that kind of Ex- stuff in there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But, like, like I guess they came to mind. sock cum fart. That came to mind for That's me because probably... – <laughs> because I'm a Satanist, clearly. <laughs> right. But no, um, I, I was referring someone to a job, right? Yeah. Really awesome person. And I feel like I knew them really really well. I hung out with them a lot. And they gave me their email to like give to my company for the referral and it had 666 in it. And I'm like, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, that's my only email. I don't have anything else. So, like, are you sure you should like make another one right now? Yeah, you should make a grown up ass email. You, like, even at age 
five, ten, twelve, whatever you're making your email address out. If you're listening to this right now, like it might seem cool and fun to put like Fortnite floss dance in sixty nine. Like I know it's something that you're gonna use for the rest of your life because it's a pain in the ass to change your email later. I know it's boring, but just use your name if you can. Like I'm, I have use a unique name enough name that I and can put get your away birth with it. year like everyone else in the fucking world. You can tell <laughs> when any person in this in this country was born by looking at their email address, every or their password. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Alrighty, sidetrack about emails for ten yeah. more seconds. Oh, Working Chad. in retail, obviously, you'll have to know you have to get people's email addresses yeah. occasionally. Mm-hmm. One of my, one of the things I just don't understand about people is when I'm like, "Hey, can I get your email for this?" And they're like, "Great," and they spell it out to you, and they're just like, "H A M S T E R B A L L S at gmail dot com." I was like, "Just fucking say hamster balls." Like, we all know you're gonna be embarrassed no matter what. Say it out loud. Don't I'm spell it. I'm typing it out. Like it's like I'm typing it out. I'm seeing what you're telling me. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's stupid. My favorite one thing. Now I have another ten seconds. <laughs> the number of people who have at hotmail email addresses at amazes Netscape, me. At Earthlink dot net. Yes. Oh it's my amazing. god. It's amazing to me. No, you know or what's like, still amazing? At Yahoo, it's like every That's Yahoo account was compromised, and the number of people That's who still use Yahoo. Yeah, there are millions and millions and millions of people out there still using a Yahoo account that they know. And you know they didn't change their password. <laughs> of course they did. You know of Yahoo sent them did. an email saying, hey, by the way, all your shit was stolen <laughs> and uh, you should change your password. And they're like, oh, man, but it would be so much harder if I had to change my password from my last name and my address. To me, this is the equivalent of your house got invaded while you were away. You come home and your shit's everywhere. It's just thrown all over the place. You just go, eh. You know what? I'm just gonna I lay down. I won't replace my door lock. I won't. They kicked the in the door, but yeah. Like it's just, it's you so have to closes. go to the store and like find the lock. I don't want to put it on myself. I'm not gonna call someone to do it either. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, the epitome of laziness. Moving back to some VR and PlayStation stuff. This is actually kind of interesting. Sony is, is licensing the PlayStation <laughs> VR headset design to Lenovo. This is mm-hmm. not something I think I, like. Uh, licensing a hardware design is yeah I think you don't I hear this very often you hear licensing Sony. software but not hardware almost ever yeah so uh riley russell chief legal officer of um sie sony is that supposed to be sei sony entertainment interactive yeah okay sie what did i you wrote sie it's supposed to be sei sony entertainment Interactive. oh i did yes yeah, right uh, we are pleased to announce that we have licensed the PSVR headset design to Lenovo. The industrial design for PSVR has been acc- uh, widely acclaimed, and that was the result of years of hard work by PlayStation engineers. This agreement with Lenovo is a testament to the qu- to the quality of PSVR's design, as well as SEI's commitment to... No, actually, I copy and pasted that. That's actually... Yeah, I copy and pasted that. Maybe it is Sony Interactive Entertainment. I know they did make some changes. Maybe they've changed it now to It SIE. is Sony Interactive Entertainment now, yeah. Uh, commitment to creating great virtual reality experiences and helping the VR industry expand. Lenovo apparently says they will <clears throat> use the headset for their Lenovo Mirage standalone headset design. I think this is... I don't really know what to make of this exactly. It's just it's kind of unprecedented for what I'm aware of. Um, but they picked a great headset to get their ergonomics from. Because... Like it, it just fits glasses really well. It's really comfortable. 
I think it's pro- it's definitely I think the most comfortable of the like of the three big of the yeah, three HTC Vive, headsets, Oculus yeah. Rift, and PSVR. I've done I've done them all, and it's definitely the most. It's definitely the most comfortable, especially it's for the lightest one. So it's good to to wear for a yeah. long time. It's lightest one. Well, also it rests on the top of your head as opposed to being like front heavy. Yeah, it kind of like hugs the top of your head really well. It's still front heavy, of course, like all of them, but it just it distributes the weight better as well. So I think this is really uh, interesting. It's also it's just it's good for Sony because exactly. now if there's a standalone uh, you know Mirage headset out there, it's gonna look just like a Sony one. Yep, for the most part, I'm sure there'll be some differences. And so. you know, like I think the the part at the end here, great virtual reality experience and helping the VR industry expand, like. Yeah, if you can help a company make really great experiences and just make VR more popular, that's exactly. obviously going to pay dividends for you. So mm-hmm. if you can get them a head start, that's awesome. It was yeah. a great quality product because no one wants to see a piece of trash Lenovo VR headset trying to compete with everything else. It's just going to fail. So mm-hmm. yay. Yay. So let's talk about sales. Every company had like Sales. an earnings call. So we're basically talking about a lot of earnings call. This is Sony's earnings call. Um. Nobody called me except for you. You always call me, and I'm like, "Fucking, just text me, dude." I know I don't text people. I, just, I call people. I'm such an and then old I get man. a voicemail. You're getting a phone call from Android Auto. <laughs> <laughs> Does it really say that? No, you said that. Just oh, so that's you know, right. I did. My first phone call with Android Auto. <laughs> yep, that's right. I got a car. I was very excited about it. Oh, um, so, speaking of excited, Chad's excited about. Spider-Man, and apparently the rest of the world is excited about Spider-Man because it was a really great seller. <laughs> yeah, it was. Break it down for me, Chad, because this is this is your Take territory. it to the bridge. There are a few kind of staggering statistics that came out. So this mm-hmm. is based on NPD uh, coming out recently. The Spider-Man PS4 game financially had the biggest launch for any PS4 exclusive in America. It is the seventh <clears throat> largest launch of any PlayStation game history not playstation 4 game playstation game it is the third best-selling game in 2018 and it's only been out a month i'm sure that'll be topped by red dead well that's already compared to far cry 5 and god of war a bunch of shit Mm -hmm. and it sold 37 kirby star allies kirby star allies was that this year that was this year yeah time is a flat circle (laughs) <laughs> I can't believe it beat Kirby Star Allies. I'm just surprised. That's all. Yeah, flabbergasted. Do you remember when you were all about that game? And you it were like, was God, great. I can't wait for Star- Kirby Star Allies. I-, I was excited for it, and then I played more of it, and it, it was really boring. <laughs> <laughs> it sold 37 percent better than any other Spider-Man game released in history, including like Spider-Man 2, which everyone's all up their asses, and yeah. it did that in a month. So crazy. So, very good. I'm not surprised at all. No. No. I mean, the hype uh, building up this game was huge. It had been hyped up for years at this point. And it's also all these others, like, go to the statistic of the 37% better than any other Spider-Man game. This is the only Spider-Man game I can think of that's made by a major developer and not based off of a movie. So at I kinda the time, feel- I mean, there were the Neversoft games. And Neversoft, they used, they made Tony Hawk. They made, they were huge. But, but those were the movie games, weren't they? No, that was before. Uh, oh, I didn't realize this. Okay, I th- I'm because uh, there were also the Activision ones. I know there were some that were like Spider-Man and Venom were like together. I remember that one. But I think it was in the DS. Yeah, there was like Maximum Carnage. Yeah, the 2000 game Spider-Man made by NeverSoft. But isn't that based off of the movie 2000? No, the That's movie the... came out in 2001, no, or was no, supposed okay. to come out in 2001. 
and then they delayed it because of 9-11. Yeah, that's right. 2002 is when it came out. I remember yeah. that. Um, <clears throat> oh, okay, interesting. So and I take back that, what I said yeah. then. Well, I guess after that were the Activision ones. Yeah, following the success on the franchise, mm-hmm. Activision handed the keys to Spider-Man series for 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I think what this means more than anything is expect just Marvel games. More of them. No, I honestly, we're not going to see another Spider-Man game. They're going to cancel the other two DLCs. Marvel games is going under. No, we're going to see Marvel games is what I'm saying. No, we're not. We're not? They made all the money that they wanted to make. They had (laughs) a set goal and that's all they wanted. I'm sure that's not the case. I'm sure they're <laughs> going to make more Marvel games. Well, we know that Crystal Dynamics is working on a uh, Avengers game. Avengers. And I'm sure Avengers that... Avengers the same build. We don't know anything about it, but I'm sure they were getting very excited <laughs> seeing that the Spider-Man game <laughs> is doing like, very well. They're just like, oh my god, my panties. <laughs> so I think we've got to look forward to. I'm sure we'll see more characters. I'm sure there's also a game already being worked on right now that we don't know about. So I'm sure Dude. we'll see something at like E3 next year. With like a new superhero I hope, game. I hope it's a Hawkeye game. <laughs> Why but honestly, you... legit, that'd be that'd be fun. Fucking bow and arrows. Well, they were the shit like two or three years ago. Um, Everything I had bows and arrows. Really like a Hulk game. Hulk games thus far have been really good, and I want to see more of them. <laughs> that Hulk game for the incredible, not the Incredible Hulk, but the regular Hulk was actually kind of fun. Was it? Yeah. There, there is one like Hulk Ultimate Destruction that's supposed to be really bad. I don't know. I haven't played that one. Yeah, well, I've I heard the movie really tie-in for the Eric Bana film. Can't so call let's, that a film. What am I talking about? Let's talk about these Sony PlayStation Four numbers. Oh, PlayStation Four numbers. Um, I'll say this is for me. This is um, good numbers for Sony. Mm-hmm. The way it's the headlines, game potato, all up game potato, super game. Oh potato. yeah. Definitely. Super. I'll, I'll lay it out the numbers and why it's a ridiculous statement. But let's go with the good stuff first. Can I go for it? Okay. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so revenue. Sony has 19.6 billion in revenue. Five billion comes from PlayStation. Continues to be its most profitable segment. Yep. Um, as a, a whole, the company had 2.2 billion in profit. 800 million came from PlayStation. Everything is actually now profitable aside from their mobile business. Mm-hmm. That's Which, pretty common, actually. If you, basically, if you're not Samsung and you're not Apple, you're probably not profitable as a smartphone manufacturer. <laughs> yeah. I think OnePlus is doing well, but other than that. There was a time, I think like two or three years ago, where PlayStation was literally the only profitable part of Sony. Yeah, yeah. They've had some hard times. Uh, there were 3.9 million PS4s sold last quarter, which was up from Three the previous two quarters. Two. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, I, I'll, we'll talk about that. And then there are currently... 34.3 million PlayStation Plus subscribers. Hold on. Give us some context. So here's the context. So the headlines are saying, and this is the exact headline from the article that we pulled up from Engadget, which was PlayStation 4 sales are actually speeding up. No, they're not. That's ridiculously stupid. They're not speeding up. They're leveling off in a downward way right now. <laughs> like, it's actually the opposite of speeding up. So here are the numbers. The reason people are saying it's speeding up is because from Q4, it, this is for Q2 2018, the numbers we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. 
that was 3.9 million. The previous quarter, Q1 2018, was 3.2 million, and the quarter before that, Q4 2017, was 2.5 million. So you go so from 2.5. Technically, throughout the year, yes. <laughs> technically, throughout the year, yes. So it went from 2.5, 3.2 to 3.9 million. Okay, well, what did that look like last year? Because that's how you should really be measuring if there's growth or not. Well, in Q2 2017, exactly one year ago, they sold 4.2 million. So. Mm. Just a little bit more. I mean, it's not a huge difference. It's not a bad difference. I'd say this is an ex- what we should expect. Sony told us as much. This is going to level off. So this is normal. But like to say that they're speeding up is ridiculous. Yeah, it's that's not definitely just up. for headline. Just for headlines. But it goes further than that. Like even the two point five and three point two million are lower than they were the previous year. So it's just like all around, it's just a leveling off, and it's not bad. This is fine. No one should like sell their sony stock because they're leveling off like these are healthy numbers yeah so i, I just I think, think it was what, really funny that it was I being at the part that, that, that came out of it that i think they're probably referring to is the they announce hey we know we've reached a saturation point we'll probably see sales decline quite a bit over the next uh at, from here on out for playstation 4 yeah and with these numbers, they have forecasted now, I think, like, only an extra 500,000. They're like, by the end of the year, we expect to now bump up our numbers by a forecasted extra 500,000 consoles. So half a million. So That's not, still not speeding up. No, that's not speeding up. Yeah. Speeding up is like we suddenly had, like, a 15% increase in sales, and we don't know why. Like, Well, if somebody sold one PS4 at 9 a.m., and then they sold two at 12 p.m., they're speeding up. <laughs> All right, let's go to playtime. That play wraps check. up Sony. Moving on to playtime, playtime. Holden, I, I expect you're going to go in a little in depth with yours. Oh yeah, so I'm, I'm going to talk about mine real quick. We'll get yeah. me out of the way, and then we'll move to you. We'll um, get like we'll get like you know we'll save the best for last. Basically, is what this is. We'll see. I'm being very cocky right now because I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I beat Castlevania Symphony Night again. That is Ooh. our bar for this month backlog accomplishment with respawn and friends if you like jerson are playing along with us let us know your experience next week is when we will finally discuss that after holden plays through it mm-hmm. i did play I, it this uh, week i have been playing it i'm proud of you i'm proud you of you you would there's no way you would finish it by next week <laughs> i also got the platinum trophy in astrobot rescue mission on psvr i talked about this two weeks ago last week i think it was last week Mm-hmm. This is the game that everyone is saying is like the Super Mario 64 of PSVR, of VR. Yeah. And man, that is a specialized game. It's very great. It has a fun platinum trophy. It is challenging, yet accessible. It's a really great length of game. Super great. If you have a PlayStation VR, definitely get Astrobot. Spider-Man The Heist DLC. It adds about three to five hours to the game, depending on how much of it you do, because it adds like those <coughs> crimes you can go uh, do. It adds a whole black a cat storyline. I'm hearing good things about that storyline. Um, yeah, the storyline is really good. <laughs> like following, what I love about it is it it expands upon the relationships that you have, not necessarily mm-hmm. like romantic relationships, but also those mm-hmm. between you and Mary Jane, you and Black Cat, <coughs> um, and kind of makes what i think i love about it most is it kind of not only poses a threat to spider-man but also like has peter parker dealing with this cool not necessarily cool is not the right word for it but like interesting new angle and new thing that's mm-hmm. happening in his life and he's like struggling with it oh how do i tell mary jane what do i do like 
it's really kind of a cool concept to see not only Spider-Man struggle, but also Peter Parker and how they kind of come through with that. So, um, I would say it's probably the equivalent, like the storyline itself, the equivalent of like a really good side mission rather okay. than I say it felt like That's a DLC though. It's kind story. of what you would expect. I feel. Yeah. I think what's, what it's, what's very obvious from it, from playing it is that. Well, let me, let me, let me ask a clarifying question. Yeah. Some companies put a lot of time into their side quests where the side quests uh, yeah. are, are saying some, – some people say the side quests are better than the main quests in some games. What's – like how are you measuring the quality a of Spider-Man side quests side in quest. Spider-Man? I don't know what that looks like. like well, you should play the game. Well, but for our audience. If someone's looking for my opinions about the Spider-Man DLC, they've probably played the game. <laughs> but I'm curious. Well, then you have to play the game. I'm not going to play not gonna the game. You. I'm not going to tell you. You just want me to play the game. But it's very, it's very, I, of course I want you to play the game. Are the side quests like full on stories in their own right? A lot of them are, yes. Okay. So this is, this um, is better than that. very thing. clear from this is that they had announced three pieces of story content DLC. Mm-hmm. The first one is The Heist, and it's part of The City That Never Sleeps. It's very clear that The City That Never Sleeps is a big overarching story, and this mm-hmm. is just a third of it. Like it even ends with a to be continued, and you're like, oh, there's a cliffhanger, and you're like, Okay, I thought this was going to be like one little wrapped up story, and then I'll get another little wrapped up story, and then another one. But no, it's like, oh, this is a third of that. What I love is that we know the next one's coming in November, and the final one's coming in December, so I don't have to wait too long. That's a cool to me. I like the idea that it's episodic in that way. Yeah. I I think that full games being episodic has been a little divisive, but I think that episodic DLC makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I, I just I love knowing when it's coming as well. Rather than ambiguous, yes. oh, we'll have like a fallish 2018 release, and then there's like something coming maybe in the oh, spring like or summer. Oh, like Telltale? It worked yeah. out really well for them. Episode one is coming. That was in like me, but 2004. It's true. Episode two is going to be out sometime before uh, mm-hmm. the Rapture, and uh, yeah. So if you have Spider-Man already, I, I definitely recommend getting the DLC. But also, you should have had the season pass already anyway, so you probably already have it. Oh, and there's some cool new suits. That's it. Oh, and then what else did I play? Played Super Mario Party. I actually am glad to bring this up because I played Super Mario Party a few weeks ago when I was in California for a work trip. Yeah. Um, and I forgot to mention it completely. Good. So we I, can talk uh, a little bit about it. We had a little party at our apartment on Sunday. It was a like a party. post-Halloween, everyone wear your PJs and we'll just stay in and eat pizza and play games all day. That's the best kind of party. It was Seriously. wonderful. I love those parties. Yep, there were five of us, and so Super Mario Party is a four-player game. So we had one of them. One group was a couple, and they mm-hmm. played together with one Joy-Con. Um, Aww, this they hold game hands while, while doing it is a ton of fun. They did hold hands occasionally. Aww, it was gross. <laughs> it was gross. Get a this room. Game's a ton of fun. <laughs> we played through one map, one one board. We did a fifteen turns, which is ninety minutes. Like the shortest thing you can do mm-hmm. is a sixty-minute game. Yeah, and then we also played through one round of the uh, the raft adventure thing, where you're kind of going through this overworld type river, avoiding obstacles, and then you run into balloons and you mm-hmm. play mini games on each balloon that you get as well. Uh, and we had a shit ton of fun, Holden. I'm like, glad you had a shit ton of fun. We were laughing like crazy when someone would get a star or like something would happen in the game or we'd win a mini game. Everyone was screaming. There were times I put it up in my Instagram stories. There were times like with the mini games where people there's a dance thing that you can do too. And everyone's like stabbing into nothingness <laughs> with their 
thing to like stab fruit or dance. It's just so fun to see a group of 28 to 35 year olds all laughing and screaming and waving their arms around frantically with a Joy-Con. <laughs> like it's it's wonderful. I feel like the mini games are all a ton of fun. I haven't we haven't even gotten to the point where we repeated any. Uh, I really like the raft section because all of your games are kind of cooperative, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so the game board that we played, I feel like, was poorly designed in that it w- we played the the Womp one. Okay, uh, I don't remember which one like played. the ancient ruins, and they have the wah, wah, that runs on. Anyway, but it was just like you could only really get around the board with one big giant rectangle, and if something appeared behind you, you had to go around the entire board to get to the star or wherever it was. But yeah, that game's a shit ton of fun. I bet it would be boring as fuck without friends, but <laughs> if you ever get in a situation where you have a group over, bust it out. I'm going to do it over Christmas with my family. We'll do Smash then as well, but um, yeah, it's probably something I won't play too often, but I'll definitely pull out whenever I have friends. I was talking to Dane, and Dane was like, oh, are you going to get Super Mario Party? And he's like, yeah, I'm probably going to get Super Mario Party. And he's like, yeah, I would too, except I just don't know who I would play it with. Like it's hard when you're that's kind of how i feel about games like that like i love overcooked but i never really get to play overcooked mm-hmm. it's like overcooked if i we could never it... coordinate a fucking time to play with each other yeah <laughs> we both have still never touched nintendo online <laughs> <laughs> i haven't had time right when the semester's over I'll, we'll we'll play a lot of overcooked <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna be bin- after the semester's over i'll be binge playing so many games good just to catch up. Um, yeah, I had a similar experience with, with Mario Party where it was it was fun. It was enjoyable. The minigames were really good. I didn't know most of the people I was playing with. Okay. Which adds a different dynamic to it. We were also, it was late at night. It was a work event where we were just kind of like socializing and drinking. And it was late into the night. So we had been drinking quite a bit. And that's a kind of actually a hard game to play if you've oh, been yeah. drinking um, too much. So we ended up switching to Mario Kart very shortly after starting. <laughs> he gotcha. didn't even finish the full game. But the whole time I was kind of thinking, like, this is fun, this is enjoyable. It just still feels like Mario Party to me. There's nothing really super about it. That, like, oh, this is why this one's called Super Mario Party, because it's yeah. different. And I kind of got the same vibe I've gotten from the Mario Party games. Yeah. But. It was fun. It was a fun game still. I had a good time with it. It just wasn't as, like, wow, as, you know. It wasn't super. It was another thing. Well, you were also super drunk with strangers. That's true. That's true. It's a valid point. Holden. Yes. That's all I played. Tell me about the shiny new gem that you bought and dusted off and are playing right now. Well, first and, of but, all. Dusted off is not right, but whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, it just came on Friday and I dusted it off. Yeah. Right off the assembly line and covered in dust. You got to wipe it off. So, uh, first of all, I played, before we get to that game, I played Castlevania Symphony of the Night. We'll talk about it next week. Um, okay, so I got Red Dead Redemption 2, which is surprising mm. to me because I wasn't really that amped about it beforehand. Yeah. Like, I knew it was going to be a good game. I don't think I really talked about it on the show too much. We talked about some of the trailers and things like that. Yeah. I had mentioned that my excitement had been built. I didn't plan on getting it. And then with each trailer, I was like, God, I might have to get this game. We'll talk about your opinions on this in in a second because we yeah, had, I hear we, everything we, you have to say. We, we texted back and forth a little bit. So, um, so I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to get it or not. And then I woke up uh, at eight in the morning on Friday. I must go to the gym, and I'm like, I just saw like a headline of like it's a masterpiece. And I just said fuck it, and I just like <laughs> I just decided it was like the most impulsive. Like I'm buying this game. I just fuck it. I got to try it out. I liked the first one a lot, 
And I throw it to the gym. I, I bought it so I could download it, and then it'll just finish. He's like 100 gig download and finish at like some point in 24 hours, and we'll just play it like whenever. <laughs> I wasn't like even like that excited to like really get into it. And then I started playing it, and the opening sequence is it's kind of like Breath of the Wild in the sense that it kind of closes you off from everything in the in the very beginning, teaches you stuff about the game, then just opens up the world to you completely. Yeah. Um, that opening sequence, you're, it's the winter, and. And you're just kind of, like, learning about the gang you're a part of. I'm not going to go too much in the story because I don't want to spoil it for people. But it was okay. Like, it was it was good. The story was kind of enjoyable. But I was always just unbelievably impressed by the graphics and the quality yeah, of the graphics. this game looks beautiful as fuck. You have no idea. Even when you're playing the game, just all these super subtle things that are just so gorgeous. Like, and just so thought out and and it goes beyond the graphics it's how your character like responds to the world too so like first of all like when horses are going through the snow it makes like a little like you can see where the horse is dragging through the snow and when it's when it's not and you can tell it's natural and you know it's natural because when your character walks in the snow it does the same thing but if you crouch down and the snow is tall enough that it's over your shoulders it will move the snow differently than if it was just your legs like, it's little things like that. But then the snow also collects in your jacket. So when you stand up, like, a little bit, like, snow is still kind of clung to your jacket. Like, it's little things like that. When you walk through the snow, you walk slower through thicker snow than you do through the lighter snow. Like, there's just all these crazy details in the game that are yeah. just absurd. So I started noticing these things, and I'm like, wow, like, all these details are really impressive. But, like, I don't really, like, yeah, like, this gang is... in is having a hard time and they, they dealt with this heist or whatever. Like I wasn't like too engaged in the story quite yet. And then it opens up and you get into springtime and the transition of going from winter to spring tells you so much of, of what to expect in, of this game in terms of its pacing, how slow it is. And I mean that in a positive sense, not a, not a detrimental sense. So, like, when you're leaving the wintry area and you're going off into kind of the more, like, the great kind of, not the Great Plains, but you're kind of more like a green kind of fields area. There's trees everywhere. Um, It's a slow transition. You kind of have trees that are dead and there's less snow around. And then the trees slowly start to, like, gain some green. And then they're full-on trees and the snow's gone. It's like an unbelievably natural, smooth transition that it felt like they just recreated a real place like it was it was really unbelievable and that carries throughout the entire world everything feels so real and not just because it looks real but because it like breathes real and like feels real and moves real like everything about it it has like a soul to it. it's amazing and the same kind of sense like breath of the wild kind of felt like this like move like living breathing world this does too but because you have a PS4 and the graphics are so much more realistic. You just get much more absorbed into it and it just keeps playing with those details to the point where I literally label it as like a cowboy simulation. <laughs> so you, you get up in your day, you wake up at, at like 6am in the morning and you can shave if you want to, there's a little shave station you can shave and you can decide, am I going to shave my chin or am I going to shave um, like the, the chops so I can have like big chops or not? Or am I going to get a mustache? And you can choose to shave either one of those areas to a certain degree. So if you want to bush your mustache or bush your chops or no mustache and big chops or just clean shaving altogether, you can decide all that. And you can kind of grow in your beard to how you want it to look by choosing what parts to shave in the morning. Like it's insane the detail. Like, if you don't shave, you're, you'll see your 
hair, your, your beard grows in kind of musky and kind of gross looking until you kind of maintain it more. It's just crazy details like that. But then after you shave, you're talking to your gang mates and you're getting breakfast because that's kind of how you like maintain your stamina and make sure that your stamina and your health doesn't deplete too fast. You kind of maintain that by eating. But you'd only really kind of have to eat once a day. It's not really that intrusive. It feels very natural. And because they went all in on these realistic elements everywhere, that doesn't feel strange. Is kind of the best way to put it. it none of it feels off-putting. Um, so then after you kind of talk to people, you, you go off and you clean your horse off if you want to. Because um, if he's clean, then he'll kind of you know keep his stamina and his health up better too. Um, and then you have to ride off into town to, to get, find out what your mission's going to be. It just feels like you're living out the life of a cowboy in the best possible way. And it, yes, it's slow and methodical, but it means that when you get to those moments of intensity, it means so much more because you've kind of lived through that full experience. And it also makes the characters themselves feel real because they just went in on all of these kind of different aspects. So they could have just said, yeah, you're just going to eat and shave and that's, that's it. No, but you're going to eat and shave and, and maintain your camp and, and help your horse out. And all these things just kind of balance out so well when it could have been a disaster and felt like just monotonous busy work. And it never does. Um, which is what surprised me. Um, then it kind of goes, I kind of made the comparison to breath of the wild, but it kind of goes further into that where, with kind of the elements of like you know you have to eat your food like there's all that you're you're bonding with your horse in the same kind of way you have uh dynamic weather conditions that like impact what clothing you might want to wear so like if it's cold outside you might want to wear warmer weather or warmer clothes uh, clothing i mean there's a lot of those things that are kind of very similar it just makes the world very believable but what sells it is the emergent gameplay and the really strong fascinating characters that you meet throughout your experiences. All that stuff I kind of just talked about is like, it's nice and it's going to get talked about a lot, but it's really not the highlight of the game. It's kind of how that's the foundation of making this world believable, and then it's populated with people you want to spend time with. And that's what sells the game completely. So you just have like this gang leader who, at this point, it seems like he's kind of lying and is malicious about some things, and I don't really know quite what it is yet but he's just always talking about how the gang needs more money and like after a big heist suddenly we now need more money and he feels like this kind of greedy man and i want to kind of see where that goes you have uncle who's this kind of like he seems like this like drunk oak oaf honestly who doesn't really do much but everyone kind of just likes him <laughs> and he's fun just to kind of talk to and, and hear ramble and rant there's this character lenny which you go and to town and just get super drunk with him <laughs> and it's so much fun getting really drunk with him to the point where you lose him in the bar and you're trying to find out where he is and because you're so drunk every everything's like woozy and wobbly yeah but the effect is super convincing and it's like oh when i've drunk this is what it feels like <laughs> like it's perfect how he did it but every character's face in the bar becomes lenny it's you're like trying to find who Lenny is, like going to all these people, and be like, "Are you Lenny?" And then it cuts to who they really are, being like, "No, asshole! Like I'm this person." Like you're just trying to find out like this person. It's just really fun, and I cared about finding Lenny. But then that kind of leads to the emergent gameplay elements that are just this is my favorite part of the game, hands down. So like as I'm trying to find Lenny, um, I go to open a door, and when I open a door, there's two people in the bed having sex, and like, "Hey, man, get the hell out of here!" And then as they're pulling out, like Arthur, the character, just looks like, "Oh shit, I just saw something I should have seen." And, like looks kind of like you know, um, almost like amused by it, um, which is really funny to kind of see how he reacts. Like another great example of like emergent gameplay is 
I had to go, and this is also a great example of the systems behind this game and how just super smart they are and brilliantly put together. Um, I go to, to, to uh, collect a debt from this person who owes my gang money. And when I go there, um, it's, I owe it from this woman owes me money and her boyfriend starts to kind of get in my face and say that, you know, I'm not, we're not giving up shit. So I'm like, all right. So I have this option to like threaten or beat him. I start to kind of threaten him and then escalates and we start getting into a fight and I just beat the crap out of him and then loot his body and take the money. And I hear someone go, Hey, that guy just robbed from him. Which is what you'd expect to hear in a video game, because that yeah. a- that NPC doesn't really know what's going on. And I think in my head, I didn't rob him. I was just getting a debt back from him. And then Arthur says, I didn't rob him, you jackass. I'm just collecting a debt from him. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's so awesome. <laughs> like, that scenario played out in that way. It didn't have to. They didn't have to go that extra detail there. I would have just been like, ah, oh, it's a video game. But that moment, like, nope, this is a real world. It's still a real world. But then you come across things that are like really zany and fun. Um, my one of my favorite um, emergent like moments were just like holy shit, didn't see that coming at all. That was hysterical. Um, I'm going up into the Grizzlies, which is kind of like the Rockies Mountains, basically, and it's kind of desolate. There's not many people around, but I just kind of run across this guy who's cleaning his horse off. And you can just choose to greet people or rob them immediately. And I'm like, hey, this seems like a nice guy. I'm just going to say hi. So I said, hey, you know, how's it going, partner? And then he goes, he stands up and he's like, oh, hey, he seems really excited to see me. He goes, oh, hey. And he goes to wave at me. When he waves, he knocks his horse and his horse gets scared. It just kicks him and he goes flying. <laughs> and then I go over to realize he died. <laughs> like, I oh, just, my because God. I, because I waved at this guy. He scared his horse and his horse killed him. And it's just like, holy shit, I just witnessed that. <laughs> um, there was another one, too. Oh, yeah. So, like, there was another one where um, – I'm riding on my horse and I hear, and I see these lawmen who are carrying a or transporting a prisoner and you can hear the prisoner being like, No, they got the wrong guy, I'm innocent, I swear to God, I'm innocent, I didn't do anything. And I'm like, I'm gonna save him. And so I just run over, I kill the longman, and I take the guy out, and he's like, Oh, I'm so thankful, you know, I can't you know tell you how much this means to me. Like a and he it's it was as if it was a real person you know what i mean like it was and he just runs off and it was just those moments come up very frequently they're extremely natural when it comes up it never feels like video game moment ahead coming up now it just yeah. it feels like a natural world and i'm so engrossed in it to a point that i can't believe how engrossed i am in it you know when you you start playing a game and you just kind of know this is going to be one of my favorite games and i'm just going to savor this as much as i can yeah that's like what this is. This is a really special game. I'm so blown away by it. And I'm so impressed by it because I know this is to go to the quote from Dan Hauser two weeks ago. This game is the product of a hundred hours, like the whole unlimited, you only have unlimited time and, and money. Basically. I kind of know what that means playing this game. And yeah, there were some working condition issues like around <laughs> that, but you know, this is this is the product of a lot of passion. Like if Hollow Knight was a lot of passion for three people, this is a lot of passion for thousands of people working on one vision. And it's just really something special. And I guess my point is that I don't think this can be replicated by another studio. This isn't the kind of thing of, yeah. oh, another studio can replicate this because they just need to learn that mechanic. It's not that. It's it's just it's the, the time and the effort that only Rockstar can put into this because they have the resources to do that. Yeah. I guess that's my spiel on Red Dead Redemption too. I, I want a weekly segment 
just called Shit Holden Experience in Red Dead. I'm up for it. And you just told super... us about tell us about random shit that you ran into. I'm super up for that because I keep I I didn't I could mention more things. I just kept it to those two for right now. There's That's tons awesome. of stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Um so I like was basically imploring Chad to play this game. And he just told me that you're not interested based on what you've been hearing about it. No. So that interests me. So what is it about about this game that you aren't interested in? I so I I wasn't interested. Westerns in general kind of bore me. Yeah. Anytime I go see a Western movie, I have to like psych myself up to go see it. And then, you know, I, I usually enjoy it. But it's just like uh, cowboys and things like that. No, never, never really did it for me. That's fair. I don't watch Western movies either, so I get that. Yeah. But then all these trailers started coming out and showing the gameplay and how beautiful the world is. And all that. I was like, God damn it. This all looks so good. I think I might have to get it. And then reading all of the reviews that are raving about it, the more I read, the more I was like, I don't think this game is for me. Because I, what everybody that I'm reading loves about it, and what you just kind of went on for a good like five to eight minutes about, <laughs> was how amazing and realistic this world is, and how around every corner is something that's completely unique and, and incredible, oh, yeah. and blows your mind. And How does that not appeal to you? I, I, that's not what I enjoy about a video game, it, which is weird okay. to me. Like, like things like The Witcher 3 and Skyrim, mm-hmm. those big worlds that are so, like, people applaud mm-hmm. them for being so, like, you can, everything, you can feel like you're really living in it and there's so much to do and the world is so massive and, and vast. And even, like, Breath of the Wild, where you, yeah. where you mentioned that saying, like, I love this world because I can feel like I can go anywhere and have these cool experiences and tell my story and really make my make it my own. It's like yeah, I prefer. In so all can, of my can, media. Can, I, can I stop you for one second? Sure. I think I know what you're going to go go with here, and you're going to say you prefer the linear. Like I want a story. I want to be taken on this journey. Not necessarily. And it does both really well. It sounds like I didn't talk about some type of story too much. It's a very yeah. controlled story, and it's actually a very controlled open world too. Yeah. Oh, that's that's kind of the like I do really enjoy storytelling. Like yeah. uh, in all of my passions and all media that I love, storytelling mm-hmm. is kind of huge for me. I love movies and television and and in video games whenever you have great stories. Like that's what I love above all else. And I've heard that yes, this one is great. And it's great it's story really so far, worth. Yeah. But even you said it yourself and everything that I've heard is it is a very slow, it deliberately very slow, controlled yeah. story. And uh, that's intentional, it sounds like. Because from mission to mission, from place to place, they want you to spend 10 minutes by horseback going from one mission to the next because Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be sidetracked by all of these different things happening. Oh, I'm going to go wave to this guy and watch him get murdered Mm -hmm. by a horse leg. Like, that's (laughs) what they want you to do. They want you to really live in this world. And I I feel like I wouldn't be able to do because I don't want to do that. I don't want to go off and just find a dude cleaning a horse or Mm -hmm. listen to some guy having sex in a bar or watch walking like that's not uh, that that doesn't interest me in finding all that side shit i think it's cool that it's there yeah and as long as it supports the storytelling i think that's really cool but i would be the kind of guy who wants to kind of more mainline what's the story you have to tell me and then that would get mm-hmm. kind of i'd be like oh, come on pick it up pick up the pace a little bit i'd love to get to the next thing that's important to me so yeah. that's kind of off-putting for me and then the second that. thing yeah. i've heard you say it which is promising I also heard David Sullivan say it, but what's what's off-putting to me is all of the systems of this game. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, because like eating and sleeping 
and the it hunting. It just disappears. You don't think about it as a system at all. Yeah. That's what's the big su- success of it is, is that none of those things feel like a video game in that sense. Well, it tries with... very hard for you not to think about it. So, like, think about how, like, Nintendo games – like, Zelda has a lot of really complicated systems going on. I know, and Breath I didn't the enjoy them in Breath of the like, – but, but, you, but you're not necessarily the Wild, the aware of costumes, them. costumes, I didn't enjoy those at but all. You're, but that's not the system. That's not the system itself. That's just how the user mildly interacts with that system in response to the system. The system is something outside of the user that, or the player that you're, they're not really privy to. And same thing with this game as well. You're not really aware the system's happening in the background. You don't know that, you know, um, like, for example, different towns have different, um, I guess, personalities in a sense that, like, if I do something in one town that's illegal, that might not attract as much attention in another town. That's a system that's in the background that you're not aware of. And, like, yeah, that's one of many systems that act in that way, but you're never really aware of those systems. They yeah. actually don't explain the systems to you at all, which kind of hurts the games in some way. Like, I started getting hungry. I didn't really know why I was getting – I didn't really know what to do about that. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear you say that, that, like, they do fade in the background. You they fade in the background them, completely, they support yeah. it. So I, David said the same thing tonight, and I was like, okay, that's comforting to know. But yeah. – yeah, basically, it's something that I struggle with. I, I don't think that I'll buy it right off the bat. Maybe mm-hmm. if it goes on sale or someone lets me borrow a copy and I like try it a little bit and see if I like it. But I'll be honest with you. I think this is one of those games you just kind of – and if you want to wait, totally wait. Um, if it makes you feel better, you have to play this game. It's like one of those games you just – you have yeah. to – just even if you play like the first few hours of it and you go, yeah, that wasn't really for me. But it's one well, of those things you have to play. That's what I hate too is that I've heard that the first few hours of the game are really boring, but then the rest yeah. is really great. So Yeah. It's not that really boring. It's just like – isn't this an open world game? <laughs> That's kind of how I, I felt. Is it, it didn't feel like an open world game at first. It's extremely controlled. Yeah. But it wasn't bad. I was never like, oh, when is this going to end? I was still intrigued in what was going on. I think I might like if I can find it at a red box for a couple days or. That's not do a the bad whole idea. Games, the GameStop thing where you buy a pre-owned copy and then return it within seven days. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. I think it's worth trying out, but I will say, like, with everything I've said on the praising I've given it, if someone said, oh, my God, I, I couldn't stand it, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. All that, the slowness is it, is great for me. It's not great for everybody. incredible. It, it is incredible. And yeah. the, the stunning achievements that they've made technically with that game are, like, they deserve some kind of award. We should make an award for that. Maybe like a whole awards night, and we'll give out like technical achievements and just to Red story Dead and best just, game or something like that. Yeah. And then maybe we should award one of those to Red Dead. So I think it should get all of them. Best horse <laughs> testicles, Red Dead Redemption. Dude, horse testicles are overrated. I honestly, I think it's hysterical that was got talked about so much. I can't even see the horse testicles of the game because they're fucking horse testicles. They're really sm- like. <laughs> You just but don't look at them in the game. That in itself is a testament to the level of detail that they went to in this world. Yep. Like if they said, oh my gosh, yeah, when you go through the snow and the snow clings to your jacket, you'd be like, man, that's cool. Or, yeah, you go through – and whatever the fuck they say. That's not quite as impressive as, yeah, they thought about the testicles on the horse that you ride and they go <laughs> up and down based on temperature. Like, whoa, that's detail. Oh, the detail is crazy. I was walking. I started walking on ice and then the animation changed. So he's kind of like like trying to balance himself and not slip as he's walking on the ice. Yeah. And it's – even my mom walked in and was like, what movie are you watching? Because <laughs> like, it just looked like a person was like yeah. moving around. The animation was that good. 
I totally understand those moments that when you see those things, like that's, there was a, a demo back when I got my PlayStation three originally, mm-hmm. there was a demo of uncharted and yeah. I was like, man. And I, when he walked into the water and he walked out and his jeans were wet, I was like, <gasps> I need to buy this game right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there were moments like that with like the blood sticks to you. The rain sticks to you. The snow sticks to you. Dirt, yeah. like mud sticks to you. If you fall in the mud and like, if you have blood covered on you, like you walk past an NPC and it'll be like, I hope that's yours. Yeah. But I don't want to clean my horse or fucking shave or eat steak or oh, you don't have sleep. To. You don't have I don't to do any of that. <laughs> you're, you're, shit. I just like, want to play the game. <laughs> you don't have to, if you don't want to, it just means that your health will deplete faster. That's all. Or like game will suck you'll have you a very long beard. To. Yeah, but I also don't want to have a disheveled looking piece of shit. The shaving takes th- like three seconds. It's not hard <laughs> at all. But I have to keep it up. You also have to grows. clean your guns. You have to clean your guns as well. Oh, that's too much. That's see, that's too much. It's not. It works it so is. well because you don't have to do any of those things that often. Like <laughs> I cleaned my guns. But if gun there are a hundred once... of them that you don't have to do that often, you have to do one of them every so often. It does. It, it doesn't like every feel four like minutes, that. You got to do another thing, but it doesn't feel like that. When you're not cleaning your guns, you got to be cutting your hair. It's you're like saying, hair, "Oh, oh my gosh, I ran out of arrows in Horizon Zero Dawn. I got to go into the menu to craft more arrows. Oh, why can't I just have them if I could have limited anyway? They're already there. Because those materials you got to share with other shit, and it's just, immediate to craft those arrows. Yeah, Horizon exactly. Zero Dawn it's, is like, great. You can't just show. You can't. You no, can't I'm just. I'm just saying as in a comparison, game. like that. You think of that as, oh yeah, it was nothing. I just went there and did that. It's the same thing with like the horse. Like, oh, uh, I just, I'll just clean my horse now, and then you just do it, and then it's fine. It's, it's not. A, it doesn't get in the way at all. It's not. It takes longer like, to clean oh, your horse than it does. I don't want to brush to... my teeth today. It's going to take two minutes. Well, fucking just do it. It's fine. Your breath smells good. Your teeth are great, and they're not going to fall out of your head. You're not going to get you know you know health issues in a long time when you don't brush your doesn't teeth. Doesn't mean brushing my teeth isn't boring. <laughs> All right, we we're like an hour into this episode. I know we got to move on. We've got to move, move on. on. Yeah, hold in. Let's jump into our quest log. Talk about the rest of this shit. Open up. See what the internet's provided us. Starting with Microsoft, another earnings call. Oh my god! Ooh. Hold in. Take us through the earnings call. So, um, just let me get to it. I mean, they had good numbers. Um, they said their hardware revenue was up thanks to Xbox One X. I will return yeah. to that point. I highlighted that. Um, the gaming re- revenue was up 44%, quote, thanks to third-party games, which I laughed at because what other games were sold on <laughs> Xbox? Crackdown 3? Oh. Uh, oh. Wait. Wait, no, it wasn't that one. Active, uh, sorry, active. Xbox Live active users was uh, 57 million, which is up from 53 million from last year. And then Microsoft Gaming revenue as a whole was $2.7 billion, which is up from $1.9 billion. I wrote million, but really $1.9 billion oh, that's from last a year. Huge increase if it's a million yeah that'd be huge like yeah, they had a really bad year last year <laughs> um so they had good numbers overall uh, i wanted to focus on that hardware revenue is up 94 percent thanks to xbox one x that seems strange to me so i dug in a little bit dig in motherfucker and i didn't necessarily find like a smoking gun or anything like crazy but i did notice that um there have been a lot of deals on Xbox One X's this year that work in a way that wouldn't impact profitability. For example, uh, GameStop just ended a deal today that made it so that if you traded in, say, a PS4 Pro, it was $300 towards an Xbox One X specifically. 
if it was a PS4, a Switch, or an Xbox One S, you traded in for two fifty. So it means you only had to buy an Xbox One X for two hundred fifty dollars at that point, yeah. and then Xbox One was two hundred dollars. That wouldn't impact the profitability because that's just a trade in at a GameStop. Yeah. So there's that, and then you also have things where you have deals where, like, if you buy Red Dead Two and an Xbox One X, you get a hundred dollars off, and things like that. And I mean, I don't think that's enough to like in- account for the ninety four percent increase. But I think it's worth mentioning because I tried looking up these deals for PS4 Pro as well. Didn't see anything. Same thing for Switch. Didn't really see any sort of deal like that, except for one we'll talk about in a yeah. little bit. <laughs> um, that's recent, though. Um, so I just thought that was worth pointing out that, yes, I'm glad the Xbox One X is selling. I think it's selling because they're trying to push these things out the door any way they can. Yeah. Because otherwise we hadn't heard anything about Xbox One X and suddenly – in the middle of the year, it started performing really well. I guess this you know when weird. people when people want the most powerful console, they're going to go to Xbox One X. And this then if they true. want a game that plays or a console that plays fun games, they're going to go yeah. to the PlayStation. Wait, fun games or just games? <laughs> You're right, games. But if games. they want something that plays 4K Blu-rays, they're going to go to Xbox. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the other thing that happened at the earnings call. Do you have anything else to add to that at all? No, I do okay. not. Um, Xbox Game Pass is coming to PC. We don't know when. We don't know anything. We just know that it's coming to PC because it was said during the earnings call. <laughs> yes. And to which I say a resounding duh. <laughs> you mean your streaming platform is coming? Or I guess it won't be streaming. Maybe it's streaming. Who the fuck knows? We don't know anything. Oh, xCloud is a streaming platform. Yeah, I know. But like, oh, well, is, is Game Pass going to have together? streaming functionality? Or are it you going to download those point, games yeah. on PC? They will eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I think this makes a lot of sense. Obviously, it's going to happen. Um, it's not a rush to really get it to happen, I don't think. But yeah, yeah it's going to happen. Let's talk about this Xbox early access or yeah, early this beta. One I actually, for I read over the notes and I didn't quite understand it. Take me through it. Yeah, so basically, um, there's an early access for Fallout 76 if you pre-order the game, right? And there's early access to that beta with Fallout with um, on Xbox. But people are upset because the hours of availability, they treat it very much like a Nintendo test fire, where yeah. it's like these hours you're going to be able to play this game. Because they're trying to stress the the network. Yeah, they're they not, want a shit ton of people on it at once. So they exactly. Can... They're not trying to give you out of the generous nature uh, free uh, early access to the game. It's not, it's not about that. It's not about them being nice. It's about them wanting data to make the game better in the long run. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's very one-sided you just happen to benefit from it so anyway so people are very upset because of this and i have some quotes here from reddit accounts this comes from an article by uh, jesse wade at ign um she gathered these or he jesse could be he or she um is this spelled with an i i e yeah ah that's a girl so that's, that's a girl okay that's good the point. only way it's, that could possibly go that's true that's a good point so she did good work so here's some quotes instead of having a weak on again, off again access after Saturday, it will have been only six hours. Oh, I'm sorry that you only got to play six hours of a game before it came out. That's horrible for you. Um, time is this is one that I think is legitimate. Oh, we'll get that one a second. Uh, another quote that's along the same lines This wasn't a week early. This is like 10 hours of gameplay at most early. I think most people play about 10 hours of games in a week that would consider themselves like a regular gamer. Yeah. So, like, I think that's a fair amount of game to get in a week before it comes out again 
I don't really know what you're complaining about. The one thing I do think is worth complaining about, though, um, is that because of how the time's set up, in in the UK, you have to play at 4 a.m., which that is kind yeah. of annoying. That sucks. I feel like even Nintendo, they do, like, varying times, right? Like, they yeah, have they some do. in the afternoon, some in the evening. Exactly. They try to um, divvy it up a little bit to make it fair for everybody. So that, I think, is is worth complaining about. Um, but as, and I wanted to call out this Reddit user, which is JL Armitage. Um, maybe he lives off the oh, Armitage Brown Shots nonstop. fired. No, no. Not shot fired. He just said a great thing. And I wanted to call oh, him okay. out because gotcha. he said a great thing. Oh, shit. Shots redacted. <laughs> he said, to be fair, or she said, to be fair, it's not early access to the game. It's a week early access to beta. They're using it almost exclusively to test server strain, hence the small window of time. Crowd everyone in and see how much the server can take before it crashes, which is basically what I just said earlier. But thank you for saying something online that was reasonable and makes sense. Yeah, um, Jay La Armitage. Yeah. So if you see this new story about people being upset about the beta, it's probably nothing big. This is very sensible things for a company to do. Um, the last thing we have for Microsoft news is that um, this isn't necessarily directed shouldn't be directly related to Microsoft. It just happened to be. So Alan Wake is coming back to Steam. And the reason it wasn't on Steam is because they had music licenses that had basically uh, expired and they couldn't use those the music rights anymore. That's so shitty. It's very shitty. But then Microsoft decided to renegotiate the rights to get it back on Steam again, which I thought was very interesting. Um, well, that makes sense. The game is made by Remedy, who they just purchased. I know, but... Wait, but yeah, they really going to make them, right? No, 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 no. Control. No, no, they didn't. That's right. Control, they went third yeah. party with Control. But um, even with that, like, even if they did buy them, why would they need to? Because Alan Wake's an old game. Are they really going to make enough money off of it to renegotiate licensing? You know what I mean? Like, is it no, worth but it? I mean, like, can you imagine if, if PlayStation bought, uh, like, f- from software? Yeah, and they're like, "Cool, now we own Dark Souls, Dark Souls Two, Dark Souls Three, Bloodborne." And then they're just like, mm, "Demon Souls, we'll let somebody else kind of decide the fate of that." No, they want like everything within that family and that studio thing to be like theirs and represented. But this is to come back to Steam, not even to come back to like Xbox. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's yeah. kind of strange. Um, I think that there might be some Alan Wake stuff coming in the future. I think that Microsoft I'm probably. Sure. I'm probably sure um, they might have some sort of partnership to get that game made or because they've worked with Remedy before. Quantum, yeah. um, Quantum Break was from Remedy. Maybe Alan Wake will come to Xbox too. Who who knows? Because they are doubling down and getting those games. It won't. Um, Remedy, this is coming from Remedy on Twitter. They thanked Microsoft for renegotiating those terms. Oh, thanks, Remedy. I mean, thanks, Microsoft. We that got Remedy impression. <laughs> we got four fetch quests. Oh, yeah. I'm actually excited. Well, yeah, I think I'm excited. I'm excited about this one. You're excited Resident about the Evil Vatican 4. Pokemon Go game? Oh, God, yeah. The Vatican Pokemon Go game <laughs> where you collect Catholic saints. Catholic saints. So oh, my God. When you collect a Catholic saint, you then have to answer a question about the Bible. And if you get the question right, you have to keep <laughs> the saint. And you also, there, there are microtransactions, but all of the money is are donations to charity. That's disgusting. I think this is actually very nice. I think it is so stupid. It's backed by the Vatican, and I think that if a 
if a parent wants their kid to play video games and they have this as an option that's very religious, I think that's nice. I think it's oh nice for that God. family. That's so Will stupid. I play it? Oh, <laughs> hell no. I'll never play this game. But you know what you might play? Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 1, and Resident Evil 0. Yeah. All on would. Switch in 2019. Yeah. Those games are now uh, they're available pretty much everywhere, right? Yeah, I think if whenever a console comes out, there's just like an asterisk that says it will also include Resident Evil 4. <laughs> on the, whenever a new console comes out, that's just always there. It's going to be on the PlayStation Classic. It's going to be the PlayStation Classic. <laughs> it's even going to be on the uh, Atari VCS. Yeah, yeah. It's the absolutely. only game they have thus far is Resident oh Evil 4. Oh my god, I forgot that existed. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tetris Effect Demo. That's the... The like guy who made Res Infinite and Luminous, Luminous, who is now also doing Tetris, yeah, it's also in VR and it's coming to PlayStation Four for free. The demo is coming this week. You weekend. should play it because you uh, love puzzle games. Hate you puzzles, love puzzle games. Tetris is fun for about forty-five <laughs> seconds for me. <laughs> so but like I not did at all. Really, I like. I I don't even get to the end of a match or a game. <laughs> uh, I did really love Res Infinite though. So I'll definitely download the demo. And I, I have heard in VR this game is wild. Yeah. So, yeah. Can't I wait to do the demo and tell you that it's not for me. <laughs> Vampire will suck the blood out of Nintendo Switch 2, says US Gamer, but they forgot the comma before 2. Or maybe you did, but I assume you copied and pasted. I, um. So yeah. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't with the article names. Let me check. I'm actually curious now. Um, so yeah, if you, the vampire game, the one spelled with the Y, yeah, now you know the one we're talking about. That one's coming to <laughs> Nintendo Switch. <laughs> it got kind of mixed reviews when it came out last year, but that's a thing. Yeah. And that then Battlefield 5's Battle Royale mode is not coming they until They did forget the comma. They did? They mm. did. Ooh, Kathy McCarthy from US Gamer. Uh, yeah. Or your editor, at least. Uh. Oh. Ooh. So when the whole no hashtag Me Too movement was becoming a thing, yeah, my theater professor from high school, mm-hmm. she, uh, she, we're treading right dangerous now, waters right here. <laughs> it, it looked tasteless at the time, or she didn't think. I, I, what I'm trying to say is, she went out there and said, "Me, comma two, and then in parentheses she said, "And also I did it grammatically correct." <laughs> and at the time I was like haha and then we turned it turned out to be like an actual big thing and it's like a very serious it was like okay you should yeah maybe just say me too and ignore the grammar cuz it's a hashtag yeah, exactly and Man, it's, it took it's me like so long. that's not going to help the conversation like me too should have a comma you idiots <laughs> yeah it took me so long to embrace not putting apostrophes in contractions and hashtags because obviously it breaks the hashtag to have an yeah. apostrophe. But also I would like purposefully like instead of saying hashtag I'm hungry, I'd be like hashtag I am hungry because I, I wonder... refuse to not use a contraction with an apostrophe. But I've come around to it. Language evolves. I wonder if you put a forward slash before a comma if it would work because that's the ignore key, like uh, key. Yeah, program. but the forward slash is not grammatically correct. You were just saying, I wonder if that would work, if it would, if it would disregard the, the comment. Just say, I'm curious. I did I finish reading this headline? Battlefield 5, Battle Royale. Did we talk about this at all? I don't remember. It doesn't really matter. It's, it's not, not coming until 2019 for Battle Royale for Battlefield 5. That game's not looking like it's going to do too well. No. Holy crap, did you hear that? What? 
Someone just dropped 400 bowling balls in the apartment above me. It was so loud. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. I heard nothing at all. Okay. Um, yeah, even Blops uh, had a hard time up against Red Dead the next week. <laughs> so... Cop Blops. Oh, yeah. Oh, which we'll get to right now. We'll Good get to that transition. Right yeah, third so. Party slash indies. Yeah, so third party slash indies, which is just all Rockstar this week. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Red Dead 2 sold really well. Surprise, surprise. Um, I'm calling out this article here from GameIndustry.biz, um, which says Red Dead Redemption 2 UK sales more than double the first game. That's true. I'm not contending that. Actually, I'm not contending anything in the article. I just thought there was a really funny qualifier in there that I wanted to call out. I actually yeah. labeled it qualifier porn <laughs> in the yeah, notes. Yeah, I was in there. I was like, did, is that a typo? Did he? Should I call out the fact that he put porn in there? No, no, no. It's qualifier porn. And then I was like, oh, qualifier porn. I get it. You get it. Okay, cool. So um, let me just label the qualifier porn, then we'll talk about the rest of this. So the qualifier porn is Red Dead Redemption 2 is actually the third fastest selling non-FIFA game released this generation. That might be (laughs) one of my favorite qualifiers. It's the third fastest non-FIFA game. (laughs) Yep. That was amazing. I just, I honestly died laughing when I saw that because um, I'm a huge dork and find that funny. <laughs> um, so beyond that, though, um, it doubled in the UK. It had doubled the sales of Red Dead Redemption One in its opening weekend. Not opening weekend, or I wrote that. Um, and it comfortably, quote, comfortably beat the first week sales of Call of Duty Black Ops Four, which is interesting. And I'm sure Black Ops Four will have a hard time when I, I I'm going to say there's probably a fair amount of the audience. Of who played Call of Duty Four or Black Ops Four, who are going to get Red Dead? I think there's a I similar, think so too, yeah. Even though they're totally different games, and I think a lot of those people who like Call of Duty might not like the <laughs> polar opposite of an experience in Red Dead Redemption Two in terms of pace. But it's all true. In fact, Red Dead Redemption Two outside the UK and including the UK is the biggest opening weekend of all time for any piece of entertainment ever. Yeah. Just the opening weekend. It's not the best launch of any piece of entertainment ever. That right. also goes when I to first Rockstar. saw this number, I was like, wait a minute. Didn't that same headline come out several years ago for GTA GTA 5? And I was like, oh, there is a technicality in the headline. Yep. yep. Also qualifier porn. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that's the opening weekend versus the biggest launch. Biggest launch is $725 million. Is th- yes. Biggest launch is the first three days. And opening weekend is your opening weekend, which is also three days. Yep. That's crazy. GTA Five famously earned a billion dollars in twenty four hours. Yeah, but so. seven hundred and twenty five million dollars. Most movies in the U.S. don't even make that amount of money in their entire run. Yeah. One thing I was listening to, kind of funny games <laughs> daily today, and uh, Jonathan Dornbush was a guest on it, and he he did mention like it's kind of weird to compare that, like the the opening like entertainment thing, because. Yeah. With Red Dead Redemption 2, you're talking about a $60 video game mm-hmm. versus a movie where tickets cost like average 10 to $12. So it's kind of a, a weird thing that doesn't really compare. But No, but here's here's why it does compare, though. You're willing to spend $60 on that game. $10 should have been the easier sale. The $60 is the harder sale, financially speaking. Well, not that time has anything to do with quality of a game but this red dead redemption game is going to be 60 to 100 hours of content sure. versus absolutely. two hours of a movie absolutely yeah but that's not indicative of every single game yeah yeah and some people might only play like 10 hours of the game and never <laughs> play it again You're or right. three hours never get out of the the winter area but either way good for them 
This is huge. Yeah. So this is actually there are two parts here that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rockstar Games is quote not done with VR, says Vive Studios boss. Yeah. Um, this was an interview with Joel Brenton, the GM of Vive Studios. Says now everybody is so now everybody is out there building VR. Unfortunately, it's just not public yet. So all of the third parties are working on VR now. Um, Rockstar did make technically L.A. Noir like an experience in VR for uh, that game as well, and uh, the same person mentioned it said like Rockstar. He said they're not done either. But I think what's interesting to point out about this is that there is code in the app for the mobile companion for Red Dead Redemption Two that hints at a PC version of the game coming as well as possibly a VR because there are all sorts of mentions of Oculus in the code. So What's Oculus? I haven't heard of that before. Oculoso. Ocu- oh, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a Facebook product. You have to it's Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we might be seeing obviously the the boss of Vive Studios thinks that they're working on stuff at Rockstar in VR and hints in the mobile game code might also say that. So, what if we saw Red Dead in VR? Wouldn't that be fucking crazy? Oh, my God. Would you get I, it then? That, w- that would be impossible. Unless it's like HTC Vive Pro only. But or it just doesn't Oculus, look great but... in a, you know, normal headset with the lower Or you could only screen. play it on a supercomputer. <laughs> like a, a Defense Force supercomputer. I think this Which, game... you know, Hellblade well, did that recently where, like, you could only play it on the best graphics card in VR and things like that. So, mm-hmm. possibly. Yeah. Um the uh which we call it? I was gonna Oh yeah. The, I don't know. The game has a built in first person mode that you can access at any point. Right. Just I hate it, by the way. I hate it. It's awful. But it's there probably for a VR version of the game, which I actually don't know if I'd want to play a specifically a Rockstar game in VR. You don't want to shave in VR? Or no, clean it's horse in the VR or clean your gun in VR. Okay, so like last was it last week we talked about what games we want in VR and I mentioned Hitman. And that seems fucked up because it's like Hitman. Oh yeah. But like Hitman's also kind of a quirky weird game. It's not serious. This game's serious. Like I feel, would feel yeah. horrible if I walked into like there's a video online of this of, of uh, Arthur Morgan walking his old lady's house and he gets into an argument with her. She's like, get the fuck out of my house. And he's like, no, I don't want to. And it's like the funniest exchange I've ever seen between two just random characters, not like in a cut scene, but just like, you know, two random characters interacting. And then he shoots her. And I remember thinking, like, oh my God, that was horrible. <laughs> if I did that in VR, I'd feel atrocious. Whereas like Hitman, yeah. I might set something up and then walk away and not see anything happen. Something about, like, the seeing it happen in front of you. Yeah, you like... It's fucked up. Your brain already thinks it's in this world. You're going to just throw up with guilt. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. That sounds like a bit much. And you heard similar complaints like that when GTA V did a first-person mode. When you're, like, shooting cops and hookers and shit. Like, God, I don't want to do that in VR. Sounds hot. (laughs) You said the word hookers. Sounds hot. Holden, we've got to move. We've got to move. This is going to be our longest episode. I know. It's going to be so long. She said that. <laughs> Nintendo, up we next. We cannot put off the interrogative again. No, we're not. We we're going to answer it. I've got my two quick answers, and, and we'll move. All I right. have three answers. Nintendo. Adi Shankar is in talks to produce a Legend of Zelda TV series based on the video game. First of all, 
Wasn't there already one in works at Netflix that was supposed to be Game of Thrones style? Second of all... I guess that wasn't true. I guess Oh, not. well, maybe this is the same thing. Oh, maybe. Because Adi Shankar was actually just the producer on Castlevania for on the Netflix. Netflix series. Yeah. Um... So, uh, yeah, on Instagram he said, I'm working with an iconic Japanese gaming company to adapt one of their iconic video game series into a series. Nice. Yeah, I think it's very possible it's a Zelda uh, TV show. We've already known that there's uh, going to be a, Mar- a Mario movie, so they're clearly open to it now. Yeah. And that Castlevania show has been doing really well, critically. It's I, like I, after playing Castlevania Symphony Night, yeah. I want as much Castlevania as I can get. So you're going to watch it? Spoilers on my feelings of the game. All right. <laughs> Next up, GameStop strangely offering $200 Switch trade-in credit for another Nintendo Switch. So part of this, and I, I actually think I might like this idea. Mm-hmm. Basically, GameStop is saying, trade in your boring old regular Switch for a cool one with a design on it, like the new Diablo Switch or the Pokemon Let's Go Switch or the Smash Bros. Switch. So you get $200 for it, basically in exchange, but you're paying 100 bucks for the cool design on the Switch itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's one that I loved enough, like, fuck yeah, I would do this for the 500 million limited edition PlayStation 4 Pro. I'd be like, yeah, I'd trade <laughs> my regular old PlayStation 4 Pro for a hot one. I'm sure they'll release a 500 million edition of the Nintendo Switch as well. They'll do it for each other. Get out of here. If it's <laughs> that same gorgeous translucent blue with copper, I'd fucking do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I can't believe that fucking Dell got my hopes up. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, Holden, so... You love talking about sales. Go. Well, quickly on the Switch trade and things, speaking of sales. Okay. Um... I'm curious how this impacts their used sales because they make a lot more money off of selling a used console than they do oh, yeah. a new console. So maybe they don't have a great inventory of Nintendo Switches in their used yep. system area. Because every time I go to a game store, I don't see many of them. It's usually just used PS3, PS4s, Xbox Ones, that kind of stuff. Also, um, we've already seen GameStop working with Xbox One X to boost its numbers. Well, that's not... This is what they're doing. There's no smoking gun. I'm just... Doing. I'm not... Yeah. I was not speculating that at all. I was just saying, coincidentally, I think that could have helped them. No, they're working with Nintendo to try to meet their sales figures and their forecasts. I don't think that's what's happening. Um, no? I, I, no, this would help This would help GameStop with their yeah. profitability because they'd rather sell a used one. How do yep. they increase the number of used Switch consoles coming in? Incentivize. Yeah, if they could pay you $200 for your used Switch, sell it again for $249, mm-hmm. there's $50 of profit that they didn't have to do shit for. It, no, exactly. So um, I used to uh, be privy to knowledge of, of this stuff, and I know that they make like 5% or something like that. This is this is not – this is public information. This is fine. Um, they make 5% off of a console sale when it's new, but they can potentially make 50% off of a used sale. Yeah. And even if they didn't make 50% and they made like 15% instead, that's more profitability than they did off of the 5% they got off of that Switch. Exactly. To begin with. So this helps them out too. But yes. You, and I, it helps them meet their forecasts. Speaking of forecasts, um, Nintendo also had an earnings call and they weren't super awesome. Yeah. They weren't bad, but they weren't super awesome. So 
the Switch sales are just about at 23 million. It's like 22.83 or something like that. So there are about 23 million total Switch sales since the beginnings for its lifetime. When they wanted to do 20 million in this year. And we have a few months left and they're not there yeah. yet. Their year, though, ends in March, but they're not going to sell a lot between January and. Anyway, so we'll get to that in a second. So, five million of those of, of have been in the past six months, which is only a slight increase when you're looking at last year. I had ran my own numbers on this too, so we'll get to that. Um, and then the article also points out that they doubled the sales of the Wii U at this point, and they've overtaken uh, what the GameCube sold. So. I don't think that's bad. It's not it's just, bad. It's just they not... set a very lofty goal, and it doesn't look like they're going to reach it. And they've basically said as much. The president, the new president of Nintendo basically said, yeah, it was a very lofty goal we set up for ourselves, and it was going to be challenging to meet it. Which is interesting they're saying that now, not when they said that <laughs> right, <laughs> prediction. Yep. Um, anyway, so I looked at the numbers myself, and kind of my own ideas on this. So they're saying that it, there's not been much growth. And they're absolutely right. There's not been that much growth. So basically they sold 14.86 million units last year. And this year so far they've sold 7.98 million units. So if they want to reach 20, like they're a far off away from that. They have to sell basically 12 million units by March of next year. And in the quarter of... Um, so in, in the kind of end of the year quarter we're in right now for Nintendo, yep. starting just now, going until December, that year, that time last year, they sold 7.24 million units. Every bit of growth we've seen this year has just been a little bit. It's not been by a lot. So like it was, you know, 3.19 million is the numbers they just announced for this quarter. Last year is 2.92 million. So not a huge increase. So I'd imagine we probably won't see a big increase for the holiday season this year either. So based on just some math numbers I ran, um, it looks like they're going to hit 7.6 million for this upcoming quarter. And then the quarter after that, they'll probably do another like, you know, three-ish million or so, which means they're going to be at around like 10 million, which is not, again, like what they said they were going to reach. That's half, so that's going to be like 15 million. Like 15, yeah, 15, 15.5 million or so is what they'd be at that point, which is definitely under that amount that they need to be at. Yeah. That said, last year they only had Mario in the fall, but this year they're going to have Pokemon and Smash. That's right. Both oh, of which Smash. sell better than Mario. So there is a possibility that there could be an upset it's a wrong term to use, but I think you know what I mean. There's an upset, and they can actually sell the 20 million because they sell a ton more consoles in the holiday season. This is also the first holiday season they're going to have legitimate bundles that are actually different. The Mario bundle last year was just red Joy Cons. These are oh, but those Joy Cons are so good though. They're so good though, but this is now a Switch that's Pokemon themed, a Switch that is yeah. Smash themed. The Diablo one's cool, but it's not going to sell as well. Um, that's a big deal i think either way even with all those considerations also considering that their sales could be offset by having their initial launch in march 
I mean, like the the predictions that people are making are usually based off of a console coming out in November or that kind of fall time frame. All those things considered, this doesn't look really good for the Switch. Usually you see a much bigger growth in the second year than you did here. There was really not much of a growth at all. It was like probably less than 5% growth. Well, we'll have to see if GameStop's little scheme works out I don't out for think them. that's going to work out for them. <laughs> but my point is like the PS4 had like a 19% growth in its second year. Same thing for yeah. Xbox One. Um, that's the expectation, and that's not what they're doing. And I think that if they think they're going to beat the Wii, they're fooling themselves. And I'm actually not feeling very confident about oh, no. the future I don't of think, the Switch. I don't think they are planning on beating the Wii. But a lot of analysts have been saying that. Yeah, but a lot of analysts can also be anal rapists. <laughs> that's that's only device Funke. Gotcha. And he's not an anal rapist. He's an anal rapist. It's very different. Man, but um, no. But I think numbers, I think Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nintendo actually did does or did say that about the Wii that it could potentially oh, really? overtake. Yeah, I think they have said that, but I'm I don't know officially or not. Um, but yeah. So anyway, the head of uh, the president of Nintendo just said that this is a challenging target, and we need continuous growth. We must keep releasing new software that includes DLCs and a DLC and other content for big titles that are already out. Yeah, give me that Mario Odyssey DLC. Right? Oh, I want a Luigi's Mansion world. So yeah, so that's all the quests we have. That's a lot of quests. Let's jump into was, the main quest. That was exhausting. This main quest is going to go quick. Really quick. <laughs> it's just, what games are we getting this holiday? Oh, what a cute little segment. Oh, little Christmas cute. is out. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, I love Christmas. Chad, how many do you have? I've got two. You got two? I've got two games. I got four or five? So, I'll... so 2018. Yeah. What's interesting, I think, about this one is that a lot of the big hitters are already out. Yeah. It's the end of October. We've already seen Cod Blops. We've already seen Red Dead Redemption. We've seen Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. We've seen Assassin's Creed. Normally, that's what people save for November. So it's kind of weird to look at the remaining two months and see that I'm only going to get Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Really? Only the That's Nintendo all that's games. out there for me. Yeah. Interesting. It's because I've already bought everything else that I wanted. Yeah. Um, I got those as well. I'm getting Let's Go Pikachu. Yep, yep. Smash Bros. Ultimate, of course, I'll be getting that. I'll also be getting it for my brother, so I guess you can count Smash Bros. twice. Um, getting Hitman as well. I already bought it. Tell your brother to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> you buy so much shit for him. He's mooching off your family plan on Nintendo He's Online. He's 13 years old. <laughs> I'm mooching off your family plan too, so. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah, for my Nintendo Switch, yeah. <laughs> I also included on here, uh, Hitman 2, as I said, uh, Dark Souls Remastered. I'm going to get that this holiday. Oh, I already got it. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't already gotten it. it yet, so I'm going to get that. Um... Yeah, and my thing is, I'm irresponsible, and I make all of these purchases ahead of time, and I get them. Who no, the it, it's just I haven't gotten Dark Souls because I just didn't have the time, and I impulsively bought Red Dead 2 because I'm an, I'm an idiot, but it was the best decision I've ever made in my life, Chad. <laughs> okay? Save your stories. Save the world. <laughs> I am going to save the stories because I will share them. They're, it's a really fun game to play. Anyway, uh, so the questionable one is Fallout 76. I put a question mark next to it. Don't be- get it. Because I'm just going to see what happens after the launch, but... I'm just not feeling hopeful anymore. Don't get it. Get Spider-Man. No, I'm not getting Spider-Man. Get Spider-Man. I'm not getting Spider-Man. If you get Spider-Man, then I will let you play (laughs) Spider-Man. I thought you were going to say, 
I'll get Red Dead Redemption 2, and I'm like, I'll no. get Spider-Man right now. Better not. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's all I got. Great. Great, that was a really that's engaging main quest. Like, legit one of my favorite main quests. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was less than three minutes. That's really funny. Oh, nailed it. That right. brings us to our end game, where we talk with you, the community. What if, what if for the end game and our community we had a cow? And a we called it the community. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I think I'm going to make the executive decision to veto your no. God um, help us all. <laughs> we've already gone over our poll, which we usually do. I put out another poll asking whether or not I should cancel my pre-order, but we're going to start our end game. By talking about a subscriber interrogative. Mm-hmm. Now, this is just one way that you can submit and talk to the show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, via email. Look in the description for all of that information. That earns you progress towards our participation trophy. Check out our pin tweet for ways you can enter. I'm trying to abbreviate that a little bit. Um, but this is actually from last week. We skipped it because of time. And, well, we fucked up again. And now we have a lot of time on this episode as well. Here we go. From... Drawbean on Twitter, whose name he changed for Halloween to be Boonick instead of Tunic. Very good. I see what you did there. He says, at Respawn Name Fire, I don't know if you guys are big on movies or anything. Yes, I am. We are. But what movies would you like to see turned into proper AAA games? Kind of like what they did to Spider-Man. I know Spider-Man PS4 and Spider-Man Homecoming are not correlated, but it's a nice way to tie up this question. Holden, what movies do you want to see turned into proper triple-a games so i thought of three <clears throat> and then i realized that one of them would actually be the worst game ever to the point that i just thought i had to mention it because it would be really bad but let's do the f- good ones first okay how many do you have chad i have two well kind of th- i have three i have three okay i'll go first and you go okay and we'll, we'll alternate so here's a good one Cabin in the Woods is like an Until Dawn Ooh. style game. Think about the basement scene without spoiling anything and all the choices in the basement scene and how that could yes. impact the future of that game. Isn't that a great idea? Very aroused. I am very excited. I, I want that to happen. So Okay. Plus Chris, he- Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, exactly. Dude's fucking jacked as shit. Have you seen <laughs> Thor Ragnarok? His I biceps did. were the star of that movie. And I just saw him in Bad Times, The El Royale, which is actually a really good movie, and I recommend watching is it. Is it? I was going to add. I liked I, it a I lot. heard nothing about it after it came out. I So here's the thing is, I went, I didn't know anything about it. I heard it was really good. I didn't even see a trailer for it, and I just went to the movie, and what a great movie to know nothing about going in. Really? It, it's like, do you know the movie Snatch? No, I haven't seen it. Okay. Brad Pitt, um, though, right? But yeah, it's like that's one of those movies where like all these, these characters, the interlocking stories, and like what's going to happen. It's kind of like one of those things. So you saw a trailer and kind of got an idea where it's going. You'd kind of ruin yeah. it. But the fact you have no clue, it's a fun watch. I enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. You go, Chad. Uh, I would love to see like – not that this wasn't done well last time. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see like a legit AAA Scott Pilgrim game. Ooh, good choice. Yeah, because they had that like I know beat what you mean. style game. Yeah, not but... that game, but like a full like 3D kind of everywhere yeah. kind of game. I don't know like, what that meant, everywhere kind of game. What's slash... an everywhere kind of game? Almost maybe in the style of like No More Heroes, like a Pseudo-51 game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Very really self-aware of itself it. and quirky and ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool. That's a good choice. I like that. Good one. Thank you. Um, As a giant open world game, 
Avatar because it's got a really cool world and I could ignore the story if I want to. There technically was a movie tie-in game for Avatar. Mm. And it was exactly what those licensed tie-in games used to be. But mm. I'm talking like program, so. I, I kind of took what he was saying with like the um, what um, Boonick was saying with the whole PS4 yeah. and Spider-Man. Yeah. How like they're not the same thing. It's like know, Spider-Man I know, Homecoming. I know, I know, I know. I, kind of I like was that. just reminding people that the Avatar game exists. Okay, fine. Also, Dad. do you remember also, the Lost? Ma- there's also remember a the Lost game. video game. Oh no, I didn't even bother. I heard it was bad. <laughs> My sister got that for Christmas once. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to, and then I just didn't. So I heard it was, it was bad. awful. Yeah, not surprised. I would love. A really great Deadpool game. That would be fun. There was that one that came out on PS3 and Xbox 360. It even had Nolan North voicing Deadpool. But it was just kind of okay. And it definitely fell apart at the end. And it was just like... Because I mainlined it with Tom. Mainlined it. That's yeah. not what I meant to say. We, we, Tom and I... <laughs> just mainlined that cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom and I sat down and tried to play through the whole thing in one sitting. Yeah. And we just got to like... Three quarters of the way through the game, we're just like, this isn't fun anymore. But it was, it was like, pass. It was that middle tier, like midway style game. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'd love to see a real great one, especially now that it's doing so well in the mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. What's your last one? This is a bad. This would be a bad one. And at first, I'm okay. like, oh, that'd be cool. The world's great. And then I thought, no, this would be a really terrible game. And that's Looper. Oh. So at first you think, that's a cool world. And you think, yeah. oh, but every mission would be go to that mat in the middle of the field and wait for someone to spawn and shoot them really quick. And then <laughs> and that's right. it. It'd be a really bad game. And then you got to have a really bad makeup job looking like Bruce Willis. <laughs> I know that's the most realistic video game thing. It's just a weird looking face. <laughs> it's already got um, that down. I have one. It's a, a movie that I think would make a really badass game, but I would never play it because it sounds similar to Red Dead, Rede- Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. The Revenant. Ooh, okay, yeah. That could be a really, maybe like survival almost, but like you're hunting down. I was actually even thinking, is that, no, is, is it Birdman or that movie where it's all one shot? It's Birdman. But did that Birdman. do it too? Did Revenant do it no, as well? Revenant no, Revenant did not do Okay. That. No, in fact, it was all filmed at... At Golden Hour with all nat- artificial, oh, sorry, natural light. All artificial light. It was amazing. All, it was artificial, all artificial light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's right. That's right. I was just thinking it'd be cool to have like a Hellblade style game where the camera just kind of constantly is like always behind you. It's kind of almost like one continuous movement for most yeah. of that game. As the right would be kind of cool. I don't know why I just pictured that. That art style I think would work well for it. Uh, 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 that's a good choice. That's a good choice. I wouldn't have imagined as a game, but I think you're right. I think it'd make a really good game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, boom. You get to fight a bear. Yeah. You get to fight a bear in Red Dead as well. I know. That's why it made me think of Red Dead. Anyway, thank you, Drawbean, for submitting that. Before we get to our Game on Game Show segment, I would like to uh, dole out our participation award. So, of the entire month of March, there was an extra week this, this... Where the fuck is the numbers app on my fucking phone? Oh, language, Found Chad. You're right. Where the <laughs> fuck is the numbers app on my fucking phone? There we go. So as you interact with us on Twitter or on the social medias and you contribute to our show and you rate us, you review us, you, you recommend us to your friends, you get entries into our raffle at the end of the month where we give you 20 bucks to the gaming service of your choice. We had 11 entries this month. 
we are going to have Siri do a little bit of a random number generator for us, and we will determine who gets this 20 bucks. Are you ready? Holden, do a drum roll for me with your mouth. No, I want a drum roll with your mouth. Not happening. Take it. That works. Hey, Siri, roll a dice. No, shit. Hold on. Shut up. Hey, Siri. (laughs) I'm going to stop drumming until number 1 to 11. Seven. That is dropping. On t- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys! In his defense, he did contribute a bunch to this show over the last month. That's amazing. So for the third That's of hysterical. four months running, dropping on Twitter. Congrats, he might need to create a bucks. rule to prevent this from happening. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna every month we assume you get twenty bucks, and then we'll give someone else an additional twenty bucks. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations, Drummy. Check your Twitter DMs, and uh, uh, we'll get that set up for you. It, what you should do, Drummy, is just save up for a new console. <laughs> just, <laughs> just save up. <laughs> if only you could buy it with eShop credit. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Congratulations. You guys need to knock him off that pedestal. You need to step up your yeah. game. Um, that takes us into what's the last thing we do? Game on Game Show. The game show on our gaming show. We play the games on the game show about games and shows. And we have another great video burp. game. Great time with rather. that burp. That was Thank perfect. You. Video game Would You Rather. It's just so fun. It's so good. And a submission from Drawbean. This is how he gets the money, you guys. A submission from Drawbean. It's not hard. He's, he's given us a Would You Granted, Rather. Granted, I don't do ready? Twitter, like, ever. So I don't know what I'm saying. It's not hard. I just don't do it. He has submitted a Would You Rather. He said, at Respawn Empire, been loving the Would You Rather segment so much that I decided to make my own for you guys. Would you rather play every game using only an iPad and iPad controls as a controller? I assume that means touchscreen. I'm like dual joysticks. No, no, no. Or (laughs) play every game with only using a power glove as the controller. Answer, power glove. Badass as shit. Also controlling your shit with a glove? Fuck yeah. That's actually tough. Like I, I was already about to say no to the touch controls, but that power glove—I don't know. Like, it's like to me, that's like saying I want to play Dark Souls with the Guitar Hero controller. I don't want to do that. I thought about making a Would You Rather today about the Dark Souls and playing with the guitar controller. That's funny that you mentioned that. I'm going to pick the iPad. I'd rather have the touch controls because the the power glove thing could get really annoying in certain games. But at least the iPad could be like, if I need this button, a software can just do that. Okay, okay. But I'd rather have a controller over an iPad easily. Gotcha. Uh, these are just going to get better the more we go. Um, as I'm, I was trying to decide which order we go, and I was like, oh, do I do the last one? Uh, no, we're just going to end on a, a really great one. Uh, next up, this is probably my least favorite of the five that we've got. This is from me. I, I made up the rest of these. Drive your – would you rather drive your real life – Dream <laughs> and I'm like, that's me, dude. No, sorry. No, mine is, <laughs> mine is important, this one. But would you rather drive your real-life new car with a sideways Joy-Con or play 2D platformers with a steering wheel? 2D platformers with a steering wheel <laughs> sounds like so much fun. I love Doesn't that it? idea. <laughs> It sounds great, <laughs> and you have to like use like the cruise can, control buttons and things like that to jump. And but could you like if you turn like to the right a lot, you start moving faster? Ooh, yes, right. That's yes. a great idea. I love that. All right. Plus, using a sideways Joy-Con is mostly awful. 
<laughs> Even in regular games. Just in general, <laughs> they're just terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, next up, number three. Would you rather your whole commute to work is Frogger with the very real threat of death and you are just hopping between busy lanes of traffic? Or... Would you rather that if you ever turn yourself upside down, your head falls off? What? <laughs> I'm... So you have to go your whole life never accidentally being inverted. Explain that last one be one more time. Just if, if you're upside down, your head will fall off. That's it. Well, I'm never upside down. I don't go on like roller coasters a lot. Well, so... have you ever done a somersault? Nope. Are you kidding? Have you ever hung off the side See, of your the, bed? The audience Has can't... anyone ever picked you up? The audience can't see what I look like. If they did, they would realize these <laughs> questions are foolish. <laughs> but you have to con- – if you're ever on a roller coaster mm-hmm. or if you I get can't into a just car like, wreck and But if I'm on a roller coaster, spins, I'm just going to like hold my head in place. If I'm in a car wreck and it's bad enough that like my I'm flipped over, I'm probably dead anyway. No, you cannot hold your head. If you are upside down, no matter what, your head falls off. <laughs> just no matter what. So like, no matter if, what. So like, if I held my, my head, then like my arms would also fall off too to like make sure that my head falls off. No. They can't support it? Okay. But Final Destination style, something will happen to cause your arms to leave your head that makes your head fall off. No matter what you try to do, it's going to find you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that one because I don't think that there's that many opportunities for my head to fall off. I'm not worried about it. I tend to stand okay. upright a lot. Yeah. So yeah, that's a thing that I do. I've Maybe it's unique to me, but I stand upright. I've been uh, uh, practicing my handstand walks. Oh, have you? So this every day my head would fall off <laughs> multiple times a day. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait a second though. If it's falling off multiple times a day, you're not dying. You're just your. Oh head no, falls you're off. dead every time. I'm just really good at coming back to life. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, number four. Would you rather play your favorite game of all time, but the soundtrack is just Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You on repeat? <laughs> you, you know me too well. Yep. Yep. Or play Resident Evil 7 in VR to completion, nausea and all. I really hate that album. <laughs> I will but you deal need to with play the like Zelda Breath of the Wild. But the whole time you have to listen to Oh, I know. I know. I'll take the nausea. All right. I'll take the nausea. For those who don't Obviously, who, I fucking loved Resident Evil 7 okay. and I didn't get nauseous at all, so For those who, I would choose uh, that one. For those of you who don't know about my family's Christmas uh I guess habits or um what's the term I'm looking for? Traditions. Traditions, thank you. Yeah. Rather than listening to, like, you know, Christmas music, like most people would, just decorating a Christmas tree, my mom would play the Mariah Carey Christmas album every time. That's Christmas music. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Like, that's like, like you know, the, the greatest trick is the, uh, the devil is, you know, that he doesn't exist or whatever it is. He made the Mariah Carey Christmas album <laughs> under the guise of it being Christmas music because the greatest trick of the devil is proving to everyone he doesn't exist. That's what it is. He made that album. All right. I'm convinced of it. It's the Devil's album. It's the Devil's music. All the right. Mariah Carey Christmas album. I hate that album. It's terrible. <laughs> End of story. Our last one, very relevant for our conversation today and the last couple of weeks. Would you rather work at a game studio for 12 consecutive months of crunch, working 80-hour weeks on a game that inevitably bombs and you don't get your bonus? Or... 
All right. Eat nothing but Captain Crunch for 12 consecutive months while playing Red Dead Redemption 2 for 80 hours a week. But you have no financial woes, but you also have all the health risks that come with eating only Captain Crunch, including scurvy. What's scurvy? Scurvy is what killed all the pirates and shit like that, and your body eats itself from the inside. Oh, but it's okay. staved off with citrus and fruit. You know, um, I really love Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> so all right. I want to live there. So yeah, let's do that. All right. Yeah. Um, you'll probably die. There's a good chance. From but, so many nutritional shortages. But at least I died doing something I love. <laughs> <laughs> I'd yeah, get so bored of that game after like the second week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to play 80 hours a week for 52 weeks. <clears throat> yeah. But you know what? You're going to clean so many guns. <laughs> so many guns. You're going to clean so many horses. Oh, I want to have a great bond with my horse by the end of it. Yeah. And the goal, I'm not going to lose my hat. That's important. I can't lose my hat. Oh, that's right. You can lose your hat. You can. I'm not going to lose it. That wraps up Respawn Aim Fire episode 82 for the week. Uh, we're coming in at just under two hours. Look at that. We didn't yeah. go over two hours. Have you gone over two hours before? I don't know. I don't think so. Your mom's butt. (laughs) Oh, so clever. Remember, next week we are talking about Barf, Backlog Accomplishment with Respawn and Friends, which is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. It's going to be super spooky. Soups, spooks, And we know what our main quest is as well. We're going to be... main quest? Next week. It's really talking about... Basically about politics and video games and whether or not games should be commenting on politics. Or just at least like ideas in the current in, the, in in current events so we're going to tease that ahead of time yes as well as talking about star citizen and the nintendo online service because those are things that we've also said we're talking about yes. in consecutive weeks and have not yes so. no i'm going to do the star citizen thing i just didn't have time this week because well i'm not going to do the nintendo online thing so all right <laughs> all righty well toodles uh, I guess here's our usual sign off Kadoodaloo. <laughs> Bye.